For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. As we bring in Greg Wyshynski from ESPN, NHL national writer, I appreciate your time. I remember last series when the Hurricanes uh, fell behind one nothing after one period against the Islanders in Game 6. At the bottom of the screen, it flashed. Team that scored first won all five games. Team that led after the first period won all five games. And it really didn't matter because none of that stuff ever matters. Uh, because I could tell you right now that it is a bad idea to have a player score four goals in a game. They have not won either game in the in the playoffs when somebody has scored four. That's true. I mean, I think that the trick is is, is to not let the other team score more than than that. <laughs> no, and, no, 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 no. I think the trick is to not score four. You get punished. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, 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 it's I, You know, it's funny. Like, I, as you know, I do some, like, betting content for yes. ESPN. I'm on Daily Wager a lot. And one of the bets you can make is, Will there be a hat trick in this series? And let me tell you something right now. I looked at those odds before the second round. They're pretty long. They're all like, you know, plus 300, plus 400. Somebody out there made some pretty good coin on the first night for some of these series. Oh my gosh. With the, with the games that Pavelski and Drysidle had, if, if in fact they bet those. But, uh, you know, you don't often see what we saw the last two days, and you certainly don't often see a situation where both teams lose. No, you know, it's funny. I also, um, and, I've, it's not just Scott Van Pelt. I've seen a lot of people uh, remark about how incredible it is that in the same playoff year, we lost a record-setting team and the defend, defending Stanley Cup champ. And I would agree, except it happened five years ago, too. <laughs> well, that's the thing about the Bruins, right? It's like people have always been asking me about oh, how shocking is it? Where does it sit in the pantheon of, of shocking upsets? And on the one hand, look, it's a complete shock. They were the best regular season mm-hmm. team we've ever had, although I do think those numbers were pumped up a little bit by having a season in which a lot of teams were intentionally trying not to be competitive because <laughs> of the draft. I think right. that's something that not a lot of people have talked about with regard to this Bruins record. And then, and then, But the part of it that's not shocking at all is that they won the President's Trophy. And as of right now, after this Bruins loss in the first round, since they started giving out the President's Trophy for the league's best regular season record in the mid-1980s, eight teams have gone on to win the Cup. Seven teams have gone on to lose in the first round. So we almost have the same number of teams that have gone on to lift the Cup at the end that have uh, been out in the first round when they win the President's Trophy, which is insane. Greg Wyshynski, at Wyshynski uh, on Twitter, joining us here on the Adam Gold Show, ESPN National Hockey columnist, writer, TV uh, provocateur. Um, here's the thing about it, because somebody asked me, I might have been on the um, my podcast or wherever, what, so it, was there anything that surprised me about it? And the my only answer was the fact that the Bruins were up 3-1 in the series and made games three and four look almost pedestrian. To me, that was the shock, that you just assumed they were going to go home and wrap that up. But they were also banged up. Bergeron's hurt. Krejci was hurt. Uh, and those two guys, and they were a little older team anyway, even though they were deep and they were getting great performances from Tyler Bertuzzi and Taylor Hall and some others, uh, that that was the only element that surprised me. 
Yeah, and the, the Bergeron one is the real key. I mean, you know, he played well defensively. I don't think that guy could play poorly defensively <laughs> if he like was playing on one leg. Um, but he had a herniated disc, yeah. and where it really hurt them was offensively. He only had one goal in three games, but he was a minus six. Um, and that is where it really hurt the Bruins was in not having one line that they could depend on. Like when they're cooking, and that Bergeron-Marchand duo is, mm-hmm. is going great, then that's when they're at their best. They can roll those guys out there. They play great defense. They generate offensive chances. They, they're very reliant on those two guys being good together. They didn't have that because Bergeron was hurt. Meanwhile, the Panthers get Matthew Kachuk and Sam Bennett together, and they become the most dominant duo in the playoffs, not named McDavid and Dreisaitl. Like Those guys, when they're on the ice, change everything for their team. And, and I, I think personally that Kachuk is probably the, the leader for the Conn Smythe playoff MVP right now. So the Bruins don't have their game changers going. The Panthers all of a sudden have those two guys going, and you could really see the difference in, in these games when – when one team can't quite find the right combinations because of injury or whatever, and the other team can just roll out a, a line they know is going to give them everything on every shift. Greg Wyshynski is with us here on the Adam Gold Show. All right, so Florida now takes game one from Toronto, and I am sure that everybody was very rational on morning radio and TV in Canada <laughs> after, after the game one loss. Am I right? Uh, I, I steadfastly avoid Toronto media, so I couldn't tell you what they were saying. I mean, it's, it's just too much, and, and right. I, I, pity, I pity the rest of the country. Like, imagine how, like, you know how, like, most NFL news centers around the Dallas Cowboys yes. and, like, yeah. how this affects the Cowboys? Now, imagine that times, like, a thousand, <laughs> and that's Canadian hockey coverage because it literally is every single story, how does this affect the Leafs? So I try not to dabble too much in Toronto media. Um, look, I think they've still got a lot of sunshine and rainbows mm-hmm. up there because of, of getting through the first round. I mean, there, I think there's a lot of confidence that things are going to be different this time. And I think there's a lot of confidence that they're going to be good and good tonight because they, you know, they won game two yeah. against the lightning after really getting their behinds handed to them in the first game. So I, if they lose tonight to the Panthers, I think there might be a lot more, <laughs> panic uh about where this series is going but i think as of right now they still feel like they're in a pretty good spot i actually think they are uh and i i don't know why i was getting the thought i i have these vibes in the first round it wasn't it wasn't post beating the lightning although it was interesting that they won all three games on the road in overtime i found that fascinating uh but i had a washington capitals uh 2018 vibe about this team that because when the Capitals finally got over on Sidney Crosby, you you could just almost feel a collective exhale. Like, all right, we finally vanquished the beast for the, for from their point of view, and now we can go on. And I got I got the sense that once Toronto got past the first round, because they're built differently than they used to be, uh, that I think they'll be okay. I think they are the favorites, uh, maybe to win the Stanley Cup. I don't know. Well, let's. <laughs> a little bit there. I mean, Jesus. Um, I, I think they could be okay. I, Panthers are a real tough out. Uh-huh. And, and the problem right now is, and it's kind of the problem that Dallas is facing with Seattle a little bit, is that the, the opponent that they're facing is getting better as the playoffs go on. And the Panthers are clearly getting better. Like, yeah. not only do they have the Bennett-Kachuk thing, Barkov's picking up his game. Montour is scoring goals. Bobrovsky played his best game in the playoffs in game one. So that it's not as if there's anything fluky going on with the Panthers. And by the way, like, you see how many t- how many teams came out of tough first round series and and had really bad game games one in the second round. Like 
the Panthers won the biggest game maybe in mm-hmm. franchise history since like the mid 1990s and like played just as well yeah. in game one against the Leafs. It was really impressive. So they're in a, they're in a spot of trouble in this series. Um, but you know, it is funny to think about how like getting past the first round, I agree, uh, you know, the wind should be in their sails. It should be different. And then on top of that, the Panthers clear the road of the other boogeyman for the Leafs in the play in the playoffs, the Boston Bruins, <laughs> where they don't have to see the spoke B in the second round. So now you're thinking, okay, it's really setting up for them. And so the leafiest thing to happen would be to then lose in the second round to Florida. Cause then, then it's like, all right, well, what do we do? Like, do we keep building? Did we make, are we a failure? Like what's going on? It's going to be really fun to see what, what the shakeout is if they do end up getting out in the second round. The leafiest thing to do. All right, final thing for Greg Wasinski. I love that. The leafiest thing to do. Uh, we, we have something down here called NC State Stuff, uh, and I think that's the same thing. All right, um, <laughs> Carolina without, you know, Teravainen, Svechnikov, Pacioretty, uh, can't score. Except they keep scoring, <laughs> keep scoring. I mean, in all circumstance, I'm not, uh, I still think they have their offensive challenges. Uh, but what do you make of what we saw last night between these two teams? Maybe they don't. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. Right. All I know is that the over has hit more <laughs> with the Carolina Hurricanes in these playoffs than I thought. Maybe they, maybe it did in the regular season. I mean, it was it's insane yep. how many goals have been in these games. And, and they keep finding ways to generate them. And their defense is leading to offense. And they're doing a really solid job. Um, game one against the Devils was kind of... Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Financial advice industry can be overwhelming for a lot of people. Is there a way to be sure you're getting the best service when you don't know? Yeah, Adam, it's not just if you gave the money to a planning team and they did good the first year. I mean, anyone could do good for one year, but it's a track record and it's the long-term accounts that are very important. We call that a financial fill-up strategy, Adam, and that gives you lifetime income you can never outlive. We'll put together for you, the listener, your very own total retirement plan if you call right now. Call and claim your comprehensive review with Coach Pete and the team, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor how I anticipated it going, even though I, I didn't want to believe it as a Devils fan, which is that the Devils went from being the hunter to the hunted, right? They mm-hmm. went from a series in which they are trying to shut down Panarin and, and Zibanejad and Kane and Tarasenko and all those guys to now all of a sudden having a team that's going to do that to them. And so, you know, Nico Heischer said after they lost their first two games against the Rangers, they're, they're a quick learner, you know, and, and, and yeah. we're going to see how quick that learning is because, now all of a sudden they're going to have to change. It's like a basically a 180 for them. They're going to have to change a lot of the things that they do in order to try to win this series where there is absolutely no room to create. There's no ice. Jack Hughes is going to have Jordan Stahl on him like a jacket the entire <laughs> series. Like They're going to have to figure out some things, and they clearly weren't prepared for what Carolina was throwing at them in game one. I think uh, Chuck Caton told me yesterday, longtime voice of the Whalers, then the Hurricanes, uh, that the first, the team that gets to the four check, their four check first, will probably win. I think the Devils could do that to Carolina just as easily as Carolina did it to New Jersey. I think this is, I think we're in for the long haul, uh, and I think it'll be fun. I think this will be a skating series, and I mm-hmm. think that'll be uh, super entertaining. And I appreciate your time. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I also think it might be a home ice series because getting getting their best players away from the best defensive players in Carolina could be a real key. All right. Uh, I think you're right. I think you're right. Although Rod did break up the Stahl, Martinook, Faust trio. They're on different lines now. So 
They have two. Yeah, I'm more two I'm, defensive. I'm more lines. focused on on, on stall in that equation. Like, yeah, yeah. Throwing that guy out there <laughs> against any of the Devils' top lines, whoever he's playing with, it's going to. I think it's criminal he didn't get a Selkie nomination. By the way, like I, I just I don't get we're, it. Like we're, we're I, used I, to it here. I know you're used to it. I really thought this would be the year. He's he's like older. He's got a good rep. They're doing good things. I mean, it's it is a, a mea culpa, East Coast <laughs> Northeast bias for. Heischer getting it over Stahl because Stahl had a better season. Yeah, uh, Heischer's great though. I love, uh, I love that, uh, love that play. Real quick, uh, ran into Andre Spechnikov in the press box uh, a week or so ago, and I asked him. I said, "Do you like practicing against Jordan?" He goes, "No," and I wouldn't want to play against him either. So, uh, <laughs> that the Andre is one of the great personalities <laughs> in our sport. Uh, I appreciate your time, Greg. We'll talk again later. Anytime. Thanks for having me. You got it, Greg Wyshynski. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.